Um, uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, fuck. Um, what were we doing again? Or um, uh, um, we were, we're just the, we were doing something, weren't we? I don't know. Oh but, man. Well, the recording, uh, the podcast is more important. So welcome oh. to Strange Sales from Outer Space, episode two. Womp womp womp. Electric Boogaloo. In my weird voices. Wow. <laughs> copyright. Copyright protected. Uh, please don't sue us. <laughs> not we have much no out money. Of me anyway. Yeah. I'm yeah. Broke <laughs> we're broke. Yeah, we're have broke. Have fun suing us. Our 15 bucks a month go to playing Wildstar. They don't go to any <laughs> of the legal fees or anything else. Good luck. <laughs> not if I can get enough cred. I don't think you can pay lawsuits <laughs> and cred, dude. That's not how. Oh, my God. I have 50 plus. Can I give you 50 plat instead of $2,000? <laughs> so works, your right? fine is going to be about four months worth of a cred on an EU server where it's worth 18 <laughs> plat per cred. No! What? That's a ludicrous amount for plat. On our server, I think it's five plat and it like a little bit of gold. Something like that. My add-on of the week actually is helping me monitor that, which we'll talk about later. Oh, but yeah. We are the crew from Strange Channels of Outer Space. We are all residing on the Warbringer server US. My name is Doc. I am Indigo Jones. And my name's Krug. Yeah, and we're here to give you the strange tales of the week. We're here to give you any cool pertinent information. Please excuse my P's and B's. I'm trying a new position for my microphone, and I have no uh, screen right now. So if it peeks out, I sincerely apologize if your ears get blown. Um, besides other things that, yeah, never mind. Are you, are you, are you blowing people's ears? It's weird. Okay. Pa, 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 pa. <laughs> You know, bye ironically, bye bye bye. that was the least noticeable that your peas were when you tried to make it annoying. I'm trying really hard to soften everything. It's it, it's it's difficult. I had to like anyway. I'm I'm just getting off track now. So, <laughs> what did you guys do this week? I heard it was some fairly big personal news for at least for you guys were playing. Oh uh, yeah, both Dude. of us uh, hit fifty. Yep. Ding 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 ding. That's the the sound it made for some reason. Welcome. When I hit fifty. Well. Isn't there a sound, an audio cue for that? I had my audio cue down way too low when I hit 15. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You missed like a momentous occasion. Oh, yeah, I, I, I had, I was, I had my volume down and I was in PVP, so I had a double whammy. I didn't hear what? anything. It's either Dude. super epic or just one of those like, eh, here you go, you're 50. Have fun. I stopped what I was doing and like sure that my volume was cool, got really comfortable, and like you know made the environment perfect. I think I lit a few candles, <laughs> made the setting perfect, and then I killed the last mob I had to kill. And then obviously I didn't get enough XP, and so I killed like three more. And so then... you, just, you just experienced post-coital endgame. <laughs> yes, it was great. Don't be jealous. Had a smoke afterwards. Made a sandwich. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Actually, I, I smoke while I play on a regular basis, but whatever, not a big deal. Ooh, eh, I don't really care about that. I don't smoke. My 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 lungs are too baby for that. I I sing and I do whatnot. So oh, smoking I, smoking bad. I'm good. I don't do that. But yeah, to each their own, I guess. Yeah. Uh man, I have had an interesting week going through the Blighthaven stuff, going through Northern Wastes, and having a very frustrating time with my character because apparently I'm bugged out in the sense that I can't gain any experience. I can't get any Elder Gems. I'm just stuck. Now, have you hit the cap? Because, you know, there's a cap, right? Oh, God, not even close. The cap got raised to 2,000. In fact, these, these latest patch notes have said, hey, 560 to 2,000, which we'll get into real quickly, and I'm not getting anything. So, as we segue into that, there really isn't a whole lot of big news this week, uh, at least update-wise. Uh, on the 3rd and the 4th, um, 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 Mr. Samuel, 
Yeah, there's an Elder Gem increase from 560 to 2,000 gems because people were hitting the cap way too fast. Speaking of fast Krug, <laughs> you were just telling me how you were hitting an insane amount of... You are already, what, already have your your attunement key, right? Very close. I think I'm at 146 oh uh, Elder God. Gems. And here yeah, I thought I'm, I was I'm at a measly lot. 50. <laughs> we, we can go into that. So my obviously big news is I turned 50 and... I tried dailies. I did both of the continents of dailies with the indigo right when we hit 50. Uh, and those were great and, and fine, whatever, the first time I did them. And then I came back the next day and I tried to do them again. And I, I just was like, no, no, this isn't really jiving with me. Like, I, I don't want to do this whole zone again. It seems redundant. And that's kind of what I thought my opinion would be. But I, I was giving it a chance and it didn't really work. So I thought to myself, well, what can I do now? So I have two monitors. On one monitor, I was Googling locations of, uh, what are they called? Uh, the places where all the adventures are. Uh, the adventures anybody? tab? Sure, yeah. The Wherever the adventures <laughs> are located. Your end key? No, no, there's a name for the, it's, uh, forget it. We don't need to figure out what they're called. Somebody will correct us at some point. Uh, Eventually so, they'll email us and say, one, your P's are bad, two, <laughs> can't hear you guys, three, less Stop wearing, twerking. and four, yeah. No, hey. no, no, no. There are twerks <laughs> happening right now. It's a, a big twerk that we're going to drop in the momentarily, and you're going to so love it. So I started to, to find all the adventures and uh, started queuing for them, and every single time, I think I did like six adventures, every single time I got gold. It was just gold, 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 gold. I hate and you it, so much. They were so fun. I got the best groups, and I, I would be really open in the beginning and say, hey, guys, I'm, I, I can heal, but I have no idea – what these like adventures are like i don't know exactly what to do or where to go and sometimes they were just like dude follow the tank and keep everyone alive and you'll be fine and i was like cool i can do that and then other times they you know gave me specific instructions but always really helpful always really welcoming and when they realized that i you know could keep them alive they were a lot more willing to help me out uh but yeah i got so many elder gems from that it's ludicrous that's awesome normally i think it's just a dps thing i am pulling my hair out almost trying to get people to uh, work with me on things. I'm trying to be super helpful, and I have yet to hit gold on an adventure. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's just well, the luck of drawing groups. After this, the three of us should go pug two more people and, and see if we can't fix that. Please. Now, see, I'm having the complete op. I'm, I mean, I'm more towards Adrian's side of the issues that I'm having is because I'm primarily PvP. I love PvPing in this game. And uh, once I hit 50, I mean, Krug, you were right there with me. You and I were were doing practice 2v2s. We hit 50, and we're like, yes, I'm ready. Let's let's do a rated 2v2. And how long did we last? 30, uh, I, 35 seconds? I, I think it was <laughs> – I think you could very safely measure it in seconds. Hey, yeah. guys, look at this cool new yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, it well, was, that's it was that's when I realized as a new MMO player that gear is actually very important and that there's no way you can walk into uh, uh, a match with two other level 50s that have, you know, PvP gear and win. Well, yeah. speaking of PvP happen. and whatnot, there is another change that happened this week, which will probably help you guys. Um, they've made a few changes to the matchmaking for Battlegrounds and Arenas. Good. So what they did for Battlegrounds and Arenas for Ranked was to help decrease the queue time so you can get in faster, get more in, and, and have more fun. And if you're doing practice battlegrounds and arenas, they're fixing the gear score. They're making it a wider gap. So people that have a higher gear score will not be waiting as long or stuck in areas that they're just start, stuck in groups that they're, they're going to have an issue with. 
So okay, that'll help out. I mean, you can just, yeah. you, you'll still get destroyed in thirty seconds, but yeah, oh, yeah, hundred no, I, I mean, and I even tried to, and I tried to log on and get into rated uh, battlegrounds because I mean, two v two, got it. You know, we both don't have gear, but if I'm in a if I'm in a battleground, I mean, just me with shit gear shouldn't be a huge letdown. But I was in there and I, I was just getting demolished. I mean, and I have a full set of PvP gear that I'm I made as a as a outfitter so I, I mean i went in there and i just got demolished and i was like well guess i'm gonna have to do all my crafting vouchers and have to make better gear and figure out like i it was just i'm getting destroyed like i thought i was gonna hit 50 and be like the top dog yeah it is the complete opposite <laughs> of that yeah well, you go same... to go ahead go ahead uh so i was just saying uh you just go to the bottom of a whole new totem pole like you you start from level one, basically, again, yeah. with, like, your group of level 50 buddies. Also, I think it's a learning curve. One, I mean, when you're doing your normal one through 49, uh, every game is a one-on, it probably isn't that bad. Once you get to 50, there's probably a whole new slew of strategies you got to figure out and how to work with different uh, combinations of players, especially from what I hear, the current flavor of the moment being uh, warrior medic combos, which are just devastating from what I hear. Anything yeah. with a medic's devastating. <laughs> As a medic, I mean, you can agree with that, right? Yep. <laughs> now, I, I mean, uh, the the other issue is I think that with rated battlegrounds is that we're getting to a point where it's not just you know a, a happenstance that you get into a pre-made. It's just like it's all pre-mades. You know, no one wants to do rated battlegrounds without their guild, and so it being you know just Krug and I, you know, going into a battleground or a two v two, it's just like, well, okay, we are in a full pug. And the other team is a pre-made, and we are just toast, you know? That's a yep. quick three-minute match. Yeah. Yep. Not even. <laughs> Not even. Maybe one. One minute at most. Well, it, 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 it takes more time to spawn between moody masks than it does for me to die. Just like, and, Oh, and, my God. And, and I'm, like, stealthing. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck this shit. I'm getting out of the way. And I'm, like, moving <laughs> around. And I'm just getting demolished. I'm like, oh. Maybe maybe it'll be three deaths per Moody Mask. Nope, nope, it's five. It's five, five deaths per Moody Mask. <laughs> what would be really cool is, though, uh, striking up alliances with other guilds. That way, if there's not enough people from our guild or a different guild, it's like you guys can just jump on Vent or Mumble or whatever else, and you guys can work on that. That's what yeah. you might have to think no, about. No, no, no. That's yeah, actually no. a good idea. Yeah, that's something we have to do. I mean, I haven't really seen any guilds that have stuck out for me to uh, message. I mean, most of the guilds I've noticed are exile um, um, guilds just because I've been going around killing them. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of PvE and leveling guild I've seen on Warbringer. As for PvP's exclusive, they don't advertise as much, but at the same time, you see them more often in one through forty nine on the on on the battlegrounds, but that's neither here nor there. I w I would completely agree with you on that because I have I am actually friends with a couple people that uh, are obsessed with making pre-mades, and so I'm I'm friends with them. And every time I log on, they always send me a, a, a group invite. But now that I've hit fifty and they're still you know in their forties, I'm like, well, I, I'd love to group with you and I'd love to go demolish some people, but I'm kind of hosed you know you know <laughs> so what that means Time i'm waiting to roll for alt. <sighs> yeah well and and our buddy uh jackpot just started up today and so he's uh he's just what is he nine i think i saw already he's, yeah he i think he's nine he plays dude he he's got it he's Please, gonna yeah. he's gonna he's catch up like to me. us in no time yeah pretty much okay cool as for moving on we're gonna move on real fast to the next big issue and the one i'm really excited to talk about because we might be the first podcast to talk about this 
uh, I, I had noticed that uh, someone mentioned on Reddit about, hey, you know, keep bringing out new content and I'll keep I'll keep paying for subscriptions and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And C- CRB Time Travel said, oh, yeah, cool. If you keep doing that, maybe you'll be able to see some cool stuff like uh, a brand new raid or maybe a brand new dungeon in the PTR. To which my Ooh. mind just went, yeah, that's really exciting news. And to be exact, his his quote is true. But the next PTR should have a new raid encounter and a new veteran dungeon for all of you. For all of y'all is what he said exactly. All to start y'all. helping us test. And then he made a little smiley face at the end. Yes, and there's more details about that. First off, you can download the PTR for free from the Wildstar page. If you had a little fifty before July or June twelfth, you have the option to insta boost to a fifty. To check out all the new stuff, which was really helpful for checking out the Strain Ultra drop. As for this new news about a uh, dungeon and a um, raid, um, 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 um. <laughs> exactly, doggy. <laughs> he does state that they're in a very early state and they are quite buggy. There's a reason why it's going to the PTR first. They want people to help break this thing and give their feedback, which means. Don't be complaining about, oh, it doesn't work. It gets intending good. That's kind of the point. Yeah, it's called the play test realm for a reason. I, yeah, I the, mean, <laughs> well, the word test are, is very important. We are in this weird state of gaming where beta doesn't mean beta anymore, really. And early access doesn't mean early access anymore. And PTR is really just a sneak peek. This is a legit PTR test out thing. You know, it's going to be, it's going to kick your ass. It's, it's going to kick you out. It's going to destroy your patience. But yeah. if you keep giving feedback, just like you do on live, it will be better. And when it finally drops, which will not be with the sabotage drop, he has to state as well. Sabotage! Sabotage! That's ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. I'm telling y'all, it's sabotage. If you don't uh, like PC boys, you are not a human being. See, but the, the other really cool thing about this, uh, the test realm and PTR is, I mean, they are being honest. It is, it is definitely going to be a beta. I mean, uh, I can't remember how many times we were trying to run in uh, dungeons and stuff like that in, in beta. And the boss would literally just stand there. And, yeah. you know, that, that information is crucial for them to know and, and to sit there and go through code and be able to say, okay, why didn't the boss do the things that he was supposed to do? Okay, in this specific instance, this character touched this and it caused it to do that. You know, it, it's weird information and stuff like that that's really, really helpful for them. So the more people to go in there, be annoyed and go through it and just try to try yep. to play it the better all of us are going to have it when the game actually comes out yeah and it is annoying but they do have incentives for you to go uh aside from obviously you get to try the new content before everyone else that is too lazy to download the ptr server what else do you get if you Uh, you participate last time and i don't think they advertised this before they did it i think they just did it but maybe i just didn't see the advertisement they gave out boom boxes to people who were on the ptr so you can get some boom boxes if you're running low go restock yeah, yeah. A lot of people still have like you know seventy boom boxes left or whatever. But I, like I, I so. am I'm down to seventy seven. Are I you? And I think I think you started with the max number, right? Yeah, I was like a, no, I was only at one thirty. It think. was close. So yeah, I think like one thirty two was the max number. I had like ninety and down to seventy or sixty or something like that. Yeah, sixty one. So if you really like getting the stuff from boom boxes. And please don't ever ask them to turn them into like Black Lion chests from Guild Wars 2. Oh, please, no. <laughs> yeah. Go to PTR, download it, wait for the realms to come up. Once they do, 
just test the ever-loving crap out of it and give feedback. Like my favorite feedback doing the PTR and open beta, or not the same open beta, was uh, speaking of buggy, the last boss of Kelverath. I was a stalker tank, and we found out through a few wipes that when you pulled oh, yeah. in any kind of stealth, he bugged out and would not do any telegraphs until he got him to about 20% life, to which then he would run back to the altar and send out every single attack that he had not done until that point in life. So what we did was we spent five hours trying to figure out how it was broken, sent out reports, and then once that happened, we started playing a game where it was like, how long can we all last? Once everything <laughs> shot out, all the telegraphs had once shot out, we just all started randomly timing ourselves, and we were betting, obviously, gold to see who could last the longest. I think I made out with, like, six gold that night. It was really nice. fun. That's what PTRs That's are for. You break the game, and you play around with it. So I know this is kind of off topic, but does anyone know if they're planning on fixing the glitch in the final boss? Uh, it's not Stormlords. What is the other one called? Um, no, no, no. The big guy with the hammer that does the bullet um gaming play at the end anyone else no bueller Ooh. oh you're talking head. about the same dungeon that he is yeah oh kelvarath yeah yeah, yeah. yeah kelvarath sorry 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 uh if if they're gonna plan on fixing the little sneaky spot that you can jump up onto so that you can oh yeah oh not yeah you're because last time we played we played what uh two nights ago or something like that i it's yeah. still still there still active you can hop up on uh, up up there and uh not have to deal with the uh the like flaming balls it, right? yeah yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nuts. It's it it actually takes the fun out of it. I I, I haven't I never never used that spot personally because it's kind of fun dodging it. Uh, there's still a few of those things, especially not boss related, but Crimson Badlands is still really buggy in the southeast corner. You can't attack anything. You can't gather any anything. It's mm. ridiculous. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Hopefully well, come on, guys, soon. give them a break. We're still in beta. Oh wait, wait, oh, no, we're not. Sorry. Um, awkward. Hmm, yeah. Uh. After saying that for Such so long, it's like, <laughs> you're gonna be that guy. No, it's, but that's the thing. They have to know about this stuff, and I'm yeah. not gonna beat the drum that everyone else is beating on the forums and Reddit. I know it's on their laundry list of stuff to do. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. last time we talked about it, where I mean, they have priorities. They need to do what they think is, you know, the most pressing issues first, and then move on to the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, okay and... with a buggy Crimson Badlands if I get more content and the news that coming out means it's gonna be more smooth in transition and, sure. and not to not to mention other mmos but like even after betas and the games actually released there were so many bugs in other mmos because it is a huge massive daunting thing that they're really not going to be able to come up with all of the errors or bugs or issues that they're going to going to have until they have every single person actually on the servers running around doing the shit that they the small group of people that's out there were thinking of you know what i mean like there are so many people out there playing now that it's just ludicrous to think about them trying to recreate this yeah but now that we're done defending them right or not right sorry i'm used to saying riot please carbine please fix your shit <laughs> fix your shit i love you guys i love your game fix your shit well let's eventually keep- well, let's keep blowing them, and why don't we talk about the uh, the Dragon Slayer Awards? I will keep blowing and popping as much as I want until this is fixed. <laughs> but you're right. Um, wow. Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Podcast Dragon got Sl- awkward. <laughs> oh, I could totally go further than that. But, nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, go ahead and, and lead us off on that, man. 
Uh, well, uh, you're the one that brought me up to this, but uh, I'll talk about it. Um, so Dragon Slayer Awards are coming up. It's their, uh, is it a third annual? Second, yeah, third, third annual, annual Dragon Slayer nominees. Uh, and, uh, I think on our Facebook page, which we'll announce later, we'll post a link to this. And, uh, if you guys want to, you can write in Tony Ray. Tony Ray has, uh, been very popular. He's not officially on the, uh, the nominees for, what is it? Uh, what's the official title of Community it? Community manager, I think. Yeah community manager so a lot of people have been writing him in i've already voted for him i think you can vote once a day i'm not 100 percent sure Something. but we it ends really really soon as, as yeah. the time is recording it might even be gone already it depends so we're giving information out there because after after a nomination which is what this was was done they are going to do the actual voting yes yes absolutely um yeah, I, I just actually went to the website to see if it was still up. I can't. It doesn't look like it's still up. No. Ah, oh, there we that's, go. No longer that's... accepting responses. Damn. Wop wop. Either way, I I really hope Tony Ray gets it. Uh, I've I haven't really seen another community manager, but then again, I've also never really seen the amount of effort that Carbine puts into actually communicating with their audience. You it know, re- it reminds me a lot of Ghost Crawler. Despite the crap that he got for a lot of it. Um, Ghost Crawler and Tony Ray remind me of that kind of guy who's really engaging, and uh, he's very personable. I love watching the Wildstar Weeklies and and noticing him and his personality and how he bounces off of Frost. It's like a classic archetypal two-man team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people do harass him about being, you know, a kind of a noob and not really a hardcore player. And Frost is the complete opposite, you know, hardcore, you know, like he it's a huge, huge dynamic difference. And it's great because it actually shows the different like groups that can still be playing. There could be the hardcore people like Frost, who's just blowing through content, just trying to get to the end. And there's people like Tony Ray, who's able to actually just kind of meander through the content and kind of figure, figure it out themselves, you know? And I, I really love the dynamic between them. And I think Tony Ray does a really, really awesome job. Yeah. So So ever so slightly off topic. I don't think Frost is that good of a Wildstar player. <laughs> like, watch, when I watch him on streams, I'm like, seriously? You're going to die right now? And he, maybe, and I've thought about this, maybe it's because he's trying to, like, entertain the masses while he's playing. Like, I think that would be difficult. I have Wildstar sitting open in front of me right now, and I've just been running and jumping on this rock because I cannot focus on both of these yeah, things at the same say, time. Yeah, I was going to say, I had to turn off my game because I can't focus. If I start no, looking at my at game all. screen, I'm going to start playing and go, um, 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 even more. <laughs> I really more, hope that one day I run into him in the world and I get to challenge him to a duel and just demolish him. Even better if I run into him in open world pvp and then i get to demolish him from behind that'd be great he does play in exile he does and i played dominion character and uh that sounds like the perfect uh, opportunity for fun <laughs> i think yeah the conflict i think you amazing. found your uh, uh what is it rival i think you found your, your oh yeah rival. my one what's his character like professional or something like that his or stock like frosty or... is another one too i think oh yeah oh yeah he has a bunch of alts he's got a bunch was... of them well, yeah, and he's just making new alts based off of what they're doing that day. And, I mean, he's a producer, so he's probably just like, hey, whip me up a 50. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I bet he has a macro for, like, slash kill dual opponent or something like that. <laughs> slash <Nice>. god mode. <laughs> if anyone remembers that, they're probably getting too old. I mean, I'm in my late 20s now, and I feel like god mode needs to come back in games. Just saying. Uh, no, no. It's no. just, just for like the one run through where you can feel like a badass and then realize this is not how the game's going to be played and you go back and go, oh god, it hurts so bad. <laughs> so, 
So we have a bunch of other strange tales that I want to get to, especially some first impressions for me personally going through Blighthaven and Northern Waste that might be might be useful for other players. Um, but since we're from Warbringer, I like bringing up community news if we can, and we had a really cool one this week. Uh, and from what I could tell, this is the we had the first ever takedown of Scorchwing by Dominion side on Warbringer. So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. suck it, Exiles. Represent. God, you guys ganked the crap out of us like mad. But Scorchwing is ours, shocking it up here. Thank you. Um, this guy Nakahara, a spell singer on Warbringer, gives a, gives me some of the information for it. He also showed us a couple pictures, and someone else on Pego, I think, um, also sent in video of a 40-on-40 Exile Dominion fight for for uh, Scorchwing, or Moltres, as he's being called occasionally on chat. <laughs> nice. It's really hard to not call him Moltres. It's... Anytime you get a Firebird, people who are between the ages of like 13 and 30, they're just gonna say it. But it's nuts, man. It's it's a it's a 20 man raid or open world raid essentially. But you can't bring 20 players. I mean, I did it this morning with 22, but no one plays in the mornings really. When you get yeah. to the afternoon and night, you have to bring 20 people to take out take down the boss, and another 10 to 20 to help run interference from the other side. And it creates some insane fights on PvP, and it's lovely, and I love it. Nice. Now, I, I mentioned this to you, Doc. You sent us the link over to the photo of uh, them killing it. And I, I actually did something weird, which is I, I was looking down at their chat log, and uh, I noticed something. I noticed the name of their guild because they had someone that logged online during the, the middle of the combat. And I was like, why does that Why does that name look fami- familiar? And the day before, my girlfriend was playing, and she's still, like, I think she's in her, like, 25 or 20-something around there. Something like and that, she, right? she was getting ganked in White Veil really badly, which we all know as Dominion characters is the bane of our existence. Like, as soon as we get a guild member <laughs> that hit White Veil, it's like, all right, hold on. I'm going to stop doing everything I'm doing, and I'm just going to hang out with you in White Veil so that we can just prevent you from dying every 30 seconds. That might be but, our new South Shore for this yeah. game. It really might be. Yeah, so I I was on there and she kept telling me that this one guild kept just going after her and it was limitless and uh, so I was running around ganking limitless characters just because they were killing her and I noticed the next day after you sent us the link that uh, sure enough the guild in which that was going around killing this was in fact limitless <laughs> or at least some of them some of them were in there there it looks like there's a couple force gaming and um, focus gaming more, talking yeah, focus gaming's in there. Yeah, uh, some morning after pill. Uh, There's yeah, a couple no, really cool guild never names. Never heard of that guild before, but don't think I like the name very much. <laughs> oh, I was, huh. There's one I saw the other day called Miley Racist, and I'm like, this is going to be... <laughs> uh, I have no problem with that personally, but someone's just going to get their knickers in a twist. I'm sorry, can you say that one more time slowly? Mildly what? Racist. Mild. I thought you said Miley Cyrus. I was like, <laughs> why would you call your guild Miley Cyrus? It's not mildly that far racist. off of Mildly Racist. I, I like mildly racist. I'm down for that. Miley Cyrus, mildly racist. It's at that point, it's just semantics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's. I know. I I love the the guilds and the activity on Warbringer. So I guess quick shout out to Limitless and Focus and Toxin and uh, Goon Squad, which is on Warbringer, and the myriad of other Goon Squad imitators. Uh, and then us crit happens because we're just kind of tiny and on our own and doing our, our own little thing and giving you the news. Yeah. We just small. But again, seriously, I'm going to plug this. If you guys want to be a member, 
you're more than welcome to. <laughs> yeah, roll and all. Anytime we get to jump around, or if you want to do an alliance of taking down objectives or doing random battlegrounds, you know, that's the fun part about the community. Get them all together. Absolutely. And uh, keeping on the track of going through Plighthaven, if you haven't gone through it yet, I ha- got a few things going on that I just quickly checked out. And if you're looking for that costume, the strain costume, on the bright side, you don't have to get very far into the reputation grind for it. You have to get to, I think, only popular to get every piece. On the downside, it's going to cost you like 50 gold. Yeah, it, you you linked us over some of that, that the amount of gold it's going to take. What is it? Uh, hands and feet, uh, five gold and 55 silver. Like, ouch, uh, that's kind of hurtful. I mean, I guess when you're 50, I mean... I mean, I'm only sitting at like two plat, so, and that's because I'm using all of my money in crafting. So I don't know. Are you guys like significantly higher in your 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 gold, or am I the only one that's kind of low? I'm only sitting on eight gold myself right now because eight gold. Oh my god. Or sorry, no, eight plat. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, that makes tons more sense. <laughs> only eight plat. I haven't done a whole lot of gaming the auction house, which I want to start doing soon, like to work on it, and yeah. I also just kind of do my own thing at the moment because I only play on mornings. Yeah, uh, for a new 50, I can see it being incredibly hard, giving it a few weeks of getting your gold generation up, finding out your your routes of where you want to go for your dailies and your crafting. But once that's set in stone, getting your costume is nothing compared to the hoverboard. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I saw that too. That's absurd. I'm okay with that though. It is like 140 plat total for the board and all the flair, and you have to be beloved. You have to be a minimum popular to get just the side flare and you have to get beloved just to get the board now some people are crying are crying foul on that saying oh, i want to get my spiffy new board um i'm okay with it being 140 plat not because i don't want the board the board's cool but that also means that the player who gets the time and the effort and the uh the playing the playtime in to get the 140 gold the, let them let them peacock around in that massive strain board that means they deserve it same thing with all the raiding gear and the and the pink and the pink uh, weapons. If you have the the skill and the luck and the time, like this game is said to have, enjoy your reward. And, and yeah, if you're willing to drop 140 plat on a hoverboard, knock yourself out. Like I don't really care. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna spend it on other stuff. Yeah, and if you count it to like Warbringer's uh, cred, it's like six plat for one cred. God, Almost you're looking plat. at like, oh, that's it's like several hundred dollars just to get the board. So yep. yeah. you could spend the platform if you want, but is a couple hundred bucks really worth it? Just spend the time, you know, play the game. You'll eventually get there or you'll find something else that gets your attention even more. There's This is only the first strange job. This is the first big uh, gold sink. It's just like the Mammoth Mountain WoW or anything else that takes the time to get. I can only have the WoW frame reference because it's what I really played. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I I'm not looking forward to the strain board, uh, especially when I saw the price on it, and I, that dropped me out 100. <laughs> percent But <laughs> hell, if I see someone with it, I I will stop and do slash clap. I I will I will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just imagine like being the one guy that has it and just going through a zone, and like there are people fighting to the left and right, and just like explosions and like all this crazy stuff. And then but as I drive by, every Everybody Nothing. stops and turns to face me and does slash clap that and just like do, 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 do. Clap. and then as I as I pull away, clap. they go back to killing each other. Oh, that'd be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I would love that. It's gotta be like a montage, just a video of someone doing that. Just a really funny one. But oh, yeah, yeah, those are the big things that people are, are curious about for Blighthaven. So get your gold up, get saving up, 
enjoy your quests. Um, it's a nice, cool story zone. I'm not going to spoil it, though I really want to. I have a thing about spoilers I don't give a shit about, but I know a lot of people do. Um, the Scorchwing fight and the Dota Tower Defense public quest is really cool as well. So definitely check those out if you can. Get a group together. They're definitely unique. And as for Northern yep. Wastes, it's the exact opposite of it. it yeah, it's, it's crazy. Very, very small and and really not terribly exciting like i i if it had related more closely to the story of the the rest of the game i would have been like okay i can i can make this happen like i, I can let me rephrase that it's related to the story of the rest of the game but if it progressed the story of the rest of the game but it doesn't it's just kind of like oh yeah this is great information and but the quests aren't that fun and like i don't know i'm not i'm not down for that zone yeah i i gotta agree on this story not being the greatest but it also i had to think uh yeah you have every month you mean new quests progressing the storyline of the world and I realized they had to parcel it out in a really small slice just to tease you what can be going on. But its I don't think it's meaty enough to really get you into the story of the zone. It really is just, oh, hey, uh, Exiles kicked the crap out of Dominion on the, during the Northern Wilds. Now the Dominion's trying to come back, and the Moonies are here. Right. Yeah. Done. That's pretty much what it was. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to spoil Blighthaven. But Northern Waste, that was the entire story zone. If you're going to cry out spoilers, you can totally yell at me through our mailbag or Facebook or Podbean. But that year, it's all you're going to get, really. But the best part is, it's tiny. If you're on PvP server, that is perfect. You can gank to your heart's content in that thing. It's smaller than Crimson Badlands. Yeah, that is that is fun. Like we ran into a lot of uh, exiles trying to finish their dailies, and some of them we let be. Some of them attacked us. We attacked some of them. The good old PvP uh, circle of life. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Now I do. The ran the random circle of mm, yeah, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I like your hat. <laughs> like that was there was no sort of legitimate reason like I should kill this person or I shouldn't kill this person. Like it was literally just like eh, he looks plain. Kill him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's a funny story of something that happened to me uh, between now and the last podcast. Uh, I was in a uh, like just a quest zone. I think it was Malgrave or something. Uh, at an Elden facility, and we were walking around, me and a, a stalker, not Indigo, some other random community member I met, uh, we were doing the quests, and this exile dude walks into the room and starts, you know, doing the same quests, and we were like, oh, hey, look, an exile guy, and I, I typed to the other guy, I'm not going to kill him, I feel really bad, and uh, so I'm assuming on his side of the computer, he looks at my text box and sees, like, garbledy alien gook, and walks over to me and... and like type something and it's supposed to come out as garble the alien gook but i have a really cool add-on that translates it for me so if somebody on the exile side types something i can read what they say uh and what he said was um heart he drew a little heart and i was like oh now i feel really bad for killing him and i was like (laughs) well what did he say and i was like he just wrote heart and he's like oh i'd feel bad too we can't kill him and then we didn't kill him because we would have felt really bad so uh, lesson for the group is uh, if you see somebody that can obviously kill you or a group of people that can obviously kill you, walk up to them and be cute and adorable and hopefully they have add-ons and will <laughs> listen to what you say. Hopefully they have the add-on. I, hopefully. I, I have the There's always a code. chance. Yeah, I have the honor code of PvP where I don't write out attack unless you've got 100 health. I might as well put you out your misery right then and there. <laughs> it's a little sad. Yes. But what's worse, waiting for the health to come up or just wait three seconds to go back to the hollow grave i normally go up i dance or i bow or i or i wave to them if they don't reply back and i'm one i'm itching for a fight then i'll fight them if not nine times out of ten i'm just gonna leave them alone oh see you guys are way nicer than me i'm a huge 
huge dick. I, <laughs> You're that I, motherfucker. If I'm running around and I'm doing a quest and they're at half health and, they, and they're a spell slinger and they accidentally hit me once, uh, I on. will – Oh, yeah. It's 100% on. Uh, I, I don't care what percentage of health you're on. You're dead. I mean, I'm a stalker. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be nice. That's not our jobs. <laughs> That's and, true. I mean, that is very so, true. You know, go ask a medic to be nice to you. But, like, it's – if I see an exile and they're just, just I don't know, on a whim. And, Krug, you can't say that. Sometimes you're like, ooh, 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 exile. Let's go kill him. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm nice all the time, but you're Actually, like – once in a while. Your switch is stuck on dick mode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And damn proud of it. Yeah, very. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's that's the one good part about it. Bad bad storyline, in my opinion, and with also with Krug, but also it's super small. You can get your entire questing done there for the day in under an hour with a group of three. In like yeah. 40 minutes. It's nuts. If you don't listen to the storyline, which you can just click out past, and you grind through it, 40 minutes, whole thing, done. If you're going to farm for your Elder Gems, that's where you want to start. Northern Wastes, then move on to Crimson Badlands, or wherever else you want to go. Mm-hmm. And there's just tons of stuff dropping in that place. Like, the dies, man. If you're if you're a big customizable person, the dies, you can drop. I think I picked up my very first run through there. I picked up four or five dies. Yeah, I've been wow. kind of doing the opposite, and I haven't been getting a lot of Elder Gems because uh, because I've been helping people level less recently. Uh, I have been going through and trying to do quests that I skipped at lower levels, and I'm doing those so that I can get higher rep in each area. And like the other day, I found a whole bunch of stalker amps that I didn't have that you could buy in Whiteville if you have a certain prestige level. Uh, I bought all those, and then I found a whole bunch of dyes and cookbooks and stuff like that. So I've been going back and doing that stuff, so I haven't been making like any money and like no elder <laughs> gems whatsoever because you don't get credit for any of that stuff yeah well one thing to do to help you lessen the hit on money is crafting is really valuable or sorry gathering is really valuable in the end game right now or elder game right now i supplement my funds by just farming my relics and then selling those because once you get the 50 a lot of players flat out don't want to farm anymore Oh, yeah. Oh, and we were talking about this before. I wanted to mention this. Uh, Something that I've been noticing people have been doing recently is that in uh, the trade channels, they've actually been asking who else is a relic hunter or a uh, survivalist or um, what is the other gathering? Miner. Yeah. And so people have been asking, you know, everyone who who else has a mining node in their house. And then what they've been doing is they've been neighboring all of them. And the, everyone, all of these people in these circles, so like they're mining circles. So everyone in this mining circle sets their neighbors to 50-50 on their mining nodes. That's and what the they, resource split for, for your tier. You can set it in your housing options if you don't know. Yes. Apparently that's oh, not yeah, something that, a lot of people yeah, know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Not a lot of people know. You can go into your house and set each piece. So, you know, if someone comes to your house and uh, farms your farm, uh, you can actually gain 50% of your farm will go to go to the person yeah. that actually farmed it. So, so by what, default, it's you get all of it in your mailbox. You can set it so the person that farms it get all of, gets all of it, or you can set it so it's split down the middle, or, like, I think there's also 75-25 for either direction. Something but anyways, like that. keep going. It's, it's 100 either way, but if you have it 100-0, no one's going to visit your land. Yeah. Right. 
so what they've been doing is they've actually been setting up so that they can be uh, 50-50, and they've been just house hopping to all of these neighbors who have mining nodes in their house because I think the way that it spawns is that when new people spawn into your house, it will actually spawn additional pieces. And so you're gone during the day. You come back, and you've got 50 people that have gone to your house, mined your stuff that you couldn't do because you were at work or out with friends or whatever it was and you come home and you've got a shit ton of mining nodes sitting in your in your mailbox and uh so a lot of people have been doing that and i i, I think that's very clever i think it's, it's very interesting idea. yeah yeah that's uh, yeah it's awesome because if you don't use them like i just switched from technologist to taylor because i can't stand not doing anything with technologists anymore i'm just farming relics now and yeah. that's how i'm really getting most of my money if i can find a small circle small circle farm and (laughs) (laughs) had to catch catch. myself there uh and you just like four or five of you guys you come back and it's like hey you have another 60 relics sweet on the auction house yeah yeah no i mean it kind of sucks because it is killing the market as a whole i mean theoretically if you've got a bunch of people doing this you're gonna have a, a a huge influx of material which means all of these materials are gonna just drop in prices in the auction house so i mean well, it's i wouldn't keep... call it killing the market no, the but... market's just adjusting because there's more you know resources available but like can you really kill the market right now there really isn't a market right now we're only a month and a half into the game and we're still fluctuating yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- this market's going to keep fluctuating for a way longer time than a month. You know what I mean? Like, these prices are not final by any means. Yeah, but I mean, it, having this is the issue though is if you have a large uh, income of of uh, relics or mining nodes or uh, whatever whatever it may be, leather for for outfitters. If you have a large quantity of this and it's out on the market, it's going to just drop and drop and drop and drop and drop in price. So we're going to be paying coppers on, on the head. And if that's the case, Sweet. then well, but this is the thing is if we're paying coppers on the head for leather, especially higher tier leather, then what's going to happen is more people are going to be able to make a higher tier armor, which means that stuff's going to go on the auction house, which means that stuff's going to turn around and uh, be worth less. And then as a whole, the whole market will be just lower. By that time, there will be a new tier of content. Also, there are some players who kind of put it upon themselves to hoard the materials and then trickle it back out. So this is one of those weird... Do people really do that? Are there oh, people yeah. that like regulate the market by themselves? Oh, yeah. Oh, they definitely try to. They've done it in, in other <laughs> That's games. That's awesome. It's, it's yeah, actually I mean, really people helpful. Will go in, yeah, people will go in there and see that things are copper, and then they'll buy it all at the copper price and then turn around and put it on at the silver price. or At, at, at increments. Yeah, yeah, so that they can turn around and go, oh, shit, people are killing the market. I mean, and those people are really smart for doing that. I just hope that it doesn't get to the point where it just retarded or or what carbon will end up having to do is all crafting items are going to need this one super specific piece that's going to be soul bound and you're not going to be able to use it or sell it on the auction house that's all that's all in the hands of the players really they've been really hands-off on cred and on the auction community commodity exchange saying hey we are not uh monitoring this you guys you guys you guys you guys are on your own on that and other companies have had to eventually go in and set the set the record straight and go Okay, we're gonna pull a pong of this and do what you're do. You do what you're saying, and to go. But yeah, it's all up to the player base. If they want to be greedy and if or they want to oversaturate, then that's what they're gonna do. It's just the natural order of things. And you'll have bots that'll do it anyway, and you'll have hoarders who will try and keep it in balance, or players who will move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hope not. I mean, I'm. I, I... 
I like the circle idea. I love the fact that I can sit there and get a whole bunch of neighbors. And uh, and side thing, and it's it's a, it's something different. But I like going. I like house hopping because I like seeing other people's houses, and I yeah. like doing their little quests that they have, like the little challenges on their houses and stuff like that. I mean, Krug, you're doing something really really cool. Do you want to talk about it real quick? Uh, yeah. So I I had a normal house for a while, and I was gonna make like the little back corner of it into like. A little triage center, like kind of like the ones you see out in the world, where they're like dying soldiers or sick soldiers, like sitting on beds. So I had a bunch of the medical stations, medical like panels, and a bunch of those floating medical beds. And I thought it looked really cool. And then I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to make my whole housing plot into like a hospital. So I've started like laying the foundation. I have like a floor laid out that spans almost my entire plot. There's just like, a little bit of grass in the front for the. Uh, the crypt that I'm going to obviously keep uncovered because as Indigo and I found out, if you cover up the crypt uh, with a uh, a piece of decor, you spawn inside the piece of decor and then you can't get out (laughs) in a natural way. You have to use the like teleport thing to get out and I'm not really down for that. So I left that part uncovered and I also am probably, and I haven't told you this yet, uh, Indigo, I'm probably going to put my mining node back in because not having that income of uh, resources is kind of uh, annoying. But I'm going to have, like, a little triage center and then, like, a lobby with, like, chairs and, like, TVs and stuff. And I'm going to have, like, a little place in the back where they're, like, researching the strain and all these little strain things. And it's going to be really cool. Now, the first thing I thought of when you said that is I want to make a medic and name him Turkleton. And have have someone else roll JD. And just just, every time we do random battlegrounds, just yell out, Eagle! <laughs> that would be so hilarious and just if have like him visit your house constantly. Oh, that would be hilarious, dude. Uh, I wish. Oh my god, I know this is never gonna happen, but I really wish PvP had uh, like a per instance voice chat, so you can chat with your team regardless of whether you know each other or not. And uh, if you were in PvP and and I just heard eagle from two of the players randomly, I would just bust <laughs> up laughing. Like, half no of them way. would go, "What the hell?" The other half would be like, "Yes." For those so, of you that don't know, this is a oh my god, Scrubs. That's the name of the show. This one is a of the Scrubs best reference. shows ever. I'm gonna put that on there, and you're welcome to battle me on that. Find <laughs> a better sure. show than Scrubs. Fine. So pretty, pretty. we put this in the notes earlier, but we didn't mention it. But since we're talking about your house, Krug, and all of the stuff that you're doing, uh, the thing that we post in here is you can't get past 800 items in your house anymore. Now, is that? The plot is that the whole place, or is that inside your house? Does any either of you guys know? I know. I there's think a, there's a limit for inside and outside. I don't know which one this one uh, rectifies though. I think the 800 like pieces or or whatever they're called decor items is uh, for both inside and outside. It can be wrong, but I think that limit was already set in place before the patch notes, and I think it, they just applied that to your crate as well. I'm pretty sure that that's what it was, but uh, I'm not wrong. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to move on here uh, just because I really want to get to this new segment that I want to – hopefully we can make this a little more frequent than once in a while. I'm calling it the 101, and the point of the 101 is to get players who are new to the game to get a heads up on how certain things work uh, and how you can better yourself as a player as well if you've been playing for a while. Maybe you want to try something new. And uh, Indigo had a great idea for the first 101, and that is going into – dungeons and adventures and i'm just calling it don't pull yet just don't pull yet <laughs> don't there's there's a ton of advice you can get because wildstar is a totally different beast when it comes to dungeons, dungeons and dungeon running than other games there's yeah, a few things you might want to know whether you're just dps tank or heals and there is a bunch of different personalities because uh if krug was the tank man ah 
I don't know what I would do. We would never finish. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very, just throughout my life at work or when I'm out with friends, very careful and calculated person, and I would not. <laughs> These two would just be like, no, I'm pulling, I don't care. I'm a spouselinger, I'm pulling. Yeah, uh, and, I'll take all the threat, I don't care. And I noticed so, moving from like Tank and other games to DPS in Wildstar, my personality has shifted where I'm no longer as patient either. I'm just super like itchy to kill something. Yeah, I think you mentioned that last podcast where you're just like, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Just, come on, I want to kill. Go, go, go. So yeah. there's, there's got to be a way of doing things in, in these groups. And the first thing I always like to do when you go into adventures is mark your tank. Yeah. yeah. The healer helps the DPS and it helps the tank because you know who's the guy who has to hit things first. I think I think this time we should talk about specifically DPS because I think that's the majority of the audience. I think there's way more DPS than there is healers or tanks. I, I mean, in some servers, I'd say combined even. Um, but a good tip, though, is that if you are a tank, you're going to almost instantaneously get into a queue for dungeons. Just same, yes. with heals. same with healers, yeah. Yeah, you, it's, you it's ludicrous. <laughs> and that's just because uh, of people like, want to kill things more than be the one to blame if things go bad. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Which is the, the tank and the healer, the scapegoat. Like, either the tank didn't pull aggro or the healer didn't, like, watch my back. Like, sometimes it's the DPS's fault, and it, but it has to be really obviously the DPS's fault for them to get blamed. Let's be honest, though. DPS and a lot of other games have are the main perpetrator of shit that goes down where you want to slap somebody and go, stop doing that stupid thing. I know you want to kill things as a DPS player. What you're going to have to learn, especially in Wildstar, is that if you draw aggro, you're going to die. And really fast. Not only from not watching your surroundings, but just doing too much damage. These guys hit like fucking trucks. And when you throw in... um. <laughs> you distracted him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, sorry. If you throw in the guys and the hits, I, as a spell singer, I go down in three hits. You have to be patient as a, as a DPS. You really do. Yeah, you have to you're squish. Your, yeah, you oh, let yeah. your tank let your tank get the aggro first, and don't rely on the healer. Their job is to keep tank alive so that you guys can progress. Well, I, I'm gonna kind of like when I I've done some dungeon runs as a DPS. And uh, when when people are like when when healers say stuff like oh uh, if you're not in between me and the tank I'm not going to heal you or like if you take damage I don't care I'm the healer and I'm going to only heal the tank and it's your job to like no shut up okay you as a healer have like way too many options to get from point A to point B and there's no way your rotation for healing spells is eight abilities long because if that's the case you have some other issues you're like you're doing it wrong yeah or like as a medic so I have. Ooh. Oh, Krug. That what? was you, dude. Yeah. Oh, was it me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh. I was hoping I... we'd be able to finish the podcast before the fireworks started, but whatever. Let's keep going. I, I can't hear it. Okay, perfect. Uh, and on that same token, as a DPS, don't get yourself into stupid situations. If you know yeah. the telegraph is coming, you know, get out of the way and don't be twitchy running everywhere. It's a different beast than going out into the world where you're just going to run around in circles around everything and kite and, and kill things. In a dungeon, yeah. if the healer can't get to you, you're going to die. Be patient. Watch where you step. You don't need to twitch move everywhere. Yeah, and here's a couple big things. I mean, we'll start from the very beginning of a dungeon. When you get into the dungeon... It, 
like you said, mark your tank. Make sure everyone knows who it is. If you're a ranged character, you should never, ever, ever be in front of the tank. That's just, I mean, it should really, really, to help your team, to help your tank, to help your healer, just do not be in front of your tank at any time because there's never a good situation when that happens. Uh, because if you pull aggro and the tank can't pull aggro off of you, you are the squishy guy. You are going to be the one that's going to be taking the hits and you're going to just drop quick um well, and I, i've been in some situations where there's been like a really difficult pull and there's like two mobs that are tied together and two more mobs that are tied together right next to each other and you want to pull just one of these sets and the tank can't do it by just walking up and hitting one because then he'll get too close to the second pair so what i've seen happen in dungeons that i've been in is the spell slinger will pull from really far away and once the mobs get halfway to the spell slinger the tank will run in and take the aggro as quickly as possible that but it's a really calculated choice like yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like you have to know that you're going to do that you can't just be like oh this looks like a situation where i can be useful and then just start pulling stuff yeah, like you have yeah. to be you have to let your tank know hey can i pull this for you so we don't end up adding yeah. control yeah, yeah yeah and that that needs to be complete conversation with everyone and another big really important thing is that uh and this is mainly goes for tanks but you have to have a clear line of communication with everyone if your healer is needs focus you, you I mean, as dumb as that sounds, uh, it's been more than one occasion where I and uh, I'm I'm to blame sometimes where I'll pull and Kruger will be like, no, no, I need focus. I can't. Oh, we're going to die. Like, yeah, it's it's bad. You have to keep a good line of communication with absolutely everyone. Your DPS, everyone. This is a game where patience will greatly reward you because everyone's up to full power. Everyone is knows where they're going. And having that communication as a tank, you you actually do control the flow of the instance. You have to be mm-hmm. able to put your foot down and go, no, you need to wait for the healer or let me grab it first. It seems like we're being really negative, but really what it is is we're, we're pointing out the things that we've seen happen that go wrong in these instances. And yeah. we want to make sure that players don't make the mistakes as often. And we want to make sure that they have Absolutely. fun doing it too. Because you may yeah, want to go are... around and pull everything, but you got to be careful. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, these are things that have happened to us, but I'd say about 80% of the time, we're in a group that understands, like, tank pulls and stay in the healer's telegraphs and stuff like that. Like, normally this isn't an issue, but when it is an issue, it's a really annoying one, yeah. so addressing it is, is important. And the 101 well, is made for the future as well, because as the game yeah. gets older, you're going to have players hopefully going through the archives of uh, Strange Tales from Outer Space, and they'll hopefully come across this 101, and they're like, ah, I'm having a hard time getting through these adventures or these dungeons. I don't know what the hell's going on. What can I do to help? And here you go. You know, the one-on-one's here to help. Well, and how about this? Since we do have a DPS, which is you, Doc, and we have Krug, you're the healer, and I'm a tank, why don't each one of us just do one positive tip about your class in a dungeon? Uh, how's that sound, guys? Yeah, it sounds sure. good. Yeah. Oh, why don't you go first, buddy? Who? Go, go for it, Doc. Okay, cool. So I play a, a, a Spellslinger DPS. The one thing I love about the class, if you're a Spellslinger, is you are the Interrupt King. You, there's no one's gonna touch you. You can knock down most mobs in normal dungeons and veteran and normal dungeons and adventures in two spells, if you spec your gate right and you also run something like uh, spatial shift or arcane uh, shot, and you can actually half a boss in veterans, like just by yourself. And your interrupts for everybody, you know, use them, know them, love them. But as a spell slinger, don't be afraid to say, hey. I got this first round. That's where your commu- communication comes in. Your CC is what you bring the most besides your range and your damage. Use that to your advantage and let your tank know, hey, 
everybody save your save your interrupts for the first one or two i got this and then we'll just keep rotating through them nice uh i'll go next uh so i play the tank uh and the thing that i would say that's most important that's a really important tip is that you are it, no matter who's set as the leader of the group you as the tank tank you are the leader of the group you are the one that's going to be controlling the speed of the run you're going to be the one that's going to be controlling the pulls and how much you guys can handle and how much you guys can take and you're really the protector of everyone because you need to really realize that every single person in your team is a valuable valuable person in your team and that if the spell slinger <laughs> what I'm just, thinking, I'm just thinking of the situations where you go, oh, man, that DPS pulled again. I'm just going to let him die. I don't even care. <laughs> I'm saying if you have a good team and, and they pull aggro off of the tank or pull aggro because they're high DPS, like Doc did when he was 50 and we were lower. And I was Doc mentoring was, through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doc, Doc was pulling off of me, and it wasn't because – of anything other than that he was doing a crap ton of damage. And, and I didn't I notice had... that at first. He had it straight up telling me like, hey, wait, wait, pull back for this pull, wait like yeah. 10 seconds and then jump in. We'll be good yeah. for yep. that. And, yep. and and so, I mean, yes, there are guys that pull and don't listen to the team. And those guys are dicks. And they can go fuck <laughs> themselves. <laughs> no, no, I totally agree with that. There are guys, who are, guys and girls who just don't want to listen. But – that, that's what makes a great run great is when you guys can communicate and put your ego aside for an hour. Because yeah. you're going to wipe if you're not going to listen. Even if yeah. you do, it's possible. But working together and knowing your strengths and weaknesses and going through all the everything like that will make the experience so much more fun the longer the game is out and the more new players come in and the more you deal with new players to new roles. Yeah. So Krug, uh, the, the very – not uh, – well – Last but most definitely not least of the roles, why don't you go Aww, over healers? Thanks, buddy. Uh, so one thing about uh, that's fun about playing healers in general is like if you're pulling something that's way too difficult for your group, and like the telegraphs all all are all over the place, and they're just getting hit, and and you know it's just like a catastrophe of a pull, but you heal them through it. It's like the most fun for everyone. Like it's really tense when someone's about to die, like for them and for you. Cause you're like, no, 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 no. And then you get them back to full and you're like, yes. And they go, yes, I'm not dead. And you make your whole team makes it through. And they're just like, yeah, dude, them heals were great. And you're like, you're welcome. You're Those totally welcome. Heels. And you can, you, ah, clutch heals are fun. like, seriously, like I'm sure DPS and, and tanks have similar things where it's like, you know, the last couple seconds before a boss dies and you get the last hit off or something. I don't know. I don't play DPS very often. But, like, if you are if you pull too much and, like, you're running through a group and your tank's running away and you're like, he's a 3%, come on, just make it! And you can, like, burst him back up to 15 so that you can... Oh, it's just great when, when you just pull through at the last second. Best feeling ever for there's, everyone. There's an example for this. Didn't we do a guild run of Kel'Varath not long ago? Yeah. Yeah, where just on the very first boss, for some reason that we couldn't, we couldn't get everyone to stay alive. It was just Krug and I. Oh yes, 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 and yes, yes. It was just these massive clutch heals because I'm getting just shredded like paper, and somehow we went from what the last twenty percent of the boss, and everyone on vents just like, come on, don't die, do it, do it, do it, yep. do it. Yep. Oh shit, stalker tank! Oh no, yep. spell singer tank for the win! Oh my god, those heals were so much fun because I was panicking going oh my god i'm gonna die oh my god i'm gonna die oh god oh son oh god okay heal oh, <laughs> even if there's no one else on vent they're really fun moments to have as a yeah. oh 
Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I mean, I, I agree. I've been in multiple situations with Krug or other healers in general where it's just like, oh my god, the whole entire team is wiped. Uh, the boss is still at twenty percent. Oh crap! I'm the tank. I don't do any damage. Oh, this could be forever. <laughs> and we're sitting there. Go when we it. did the last, like, 60% of Storm Talon at, like, yeah. level 25 by ourselves, <laughs> we were just like, dude, I'm out of focus. I'm out of focus. And I said that at, like, 45%. I was just out of focus. <laughs> just like, you just got to not take damage for 20 seconds so I could get enough focus <laughs> to heal you once. Like, please don't take damage. And you were, like, avoiding stuff. You, like, didn't attack for huge spells and just ran so that you didn't take any damage. Like, that was a great moment. I love oh, that. And th- moments like that are so much fun. Uh, yeah. just, I just... I get so much pleasure out of, of huge situations like that. Yep, they're, now, they're perfect. Now, some, so, other, some other things to think about if you're going into Dungeons and Adventures for the first time, and this will apply to tanks and the healers especially, is try and, especially if you're first time, try and get yourself a support item, especially a weapon, a support weapon. Uh, you're not going to generate the threat you need as a tank or the heals to get off as a healer if you're running an all DPS set. You're it, it, just, it just isn't going to work. There are a lot of players who, if you ask politely, will be willing to like craft you a low weapon with support on it. And be, kidding yourself out to that specific task will help you greatly. You can't just yeah. roll into tank into a tank spot as a engineer DPS tank now, and all your gear is DPS into Storm yeah. Island. It's no, going to no, be no, a bad no. day. Not at all. <laughs> as a healer, I'm going to say, uh, please overlook crits because uh critical hits affect your heals as well uh, probably a lot of people know that but uh crit heals are one of the most useful things ever like if you uh have tier 8 emission and i'm just talking about level 50 at this point which i mean if you're level 50 and you're a healer you should probably know this but let's just go with it uh so tier 8 emission does like a s- three ticks of heals but the last tick does double the healing and then if you add a crit on top of that it's just like oh look my base heal just healed you like 50 percent of your health bar done awesome i'm gonna leave you alone now like crit critical hits are just situation changes yeah so don't be afraid to spec like that but definitely support items are what you're looking for uh, as you're leveling up it's really hard that's something that they're that carbine is looking to change into in the ptr especially with this new dungeon they're going to implement they're talking about itemizing a little better for those early dungeons uh, basically what you're looking for is instead of assault power look for support power look for your secondary or your um, support stats, like uh, like tech if you're doing like deflect or insight if you're healing, that they're gonna be you will notice a difference night and day, and it doesn't take yep. that long to try and look for it, or if you're just crafting, craft yourself up, craft it up yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's uh, pretty good for 101. What do you guys think? You yeah. Guys ready to, yeah. Well, well the, the biggest tip of all is just have fun. It's a video. Oh game. yeah. Just oh, well, have awesome. fun. Adorable. Unless you're me, who screams at the computer. But yeah. I mean, that's and just me. the more you know. <laughs> Copyright again, please don't sue us. <laughs> they don't know who we are, and when they do, we'll be too big to stop them. <laughs> like I said, all I've got is cred. So I mean, if they want to sue me, <laughs> I will. T- I'll settle out of court for three and a half cred. <laughs> yep, done. Uh, so I think the next thing uh, is is the fact that we missed Fourth of July in uh, on Nexus. Yeah, uh, they have a everyone. All these games now have in-game holidays that focus on the real world. And if you didn't know, there are going to be and were hinted at some Wildstar-specific ones. 
Fourth uh, of July, they had called Starfall for the Exiles and Founders Day for the Dominion. And they basically, someone asked on the forum, said, hey, what happened to Starfall and Founders Day? And uh, Carbine Cadium said, we were focusing on the game itself. We really wanted to do Starfall Founders Day, but we just couldn't get around to it. We're hoping next year, actually not hoping, that next year we should have it ready to go. You guys will just go balls to the wall on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and again, I understand that we're a month into the game. We they just dropped, um, you know, they just dropped uh, Strain. At the same time, they're going to be doing these updates every single month. So if if that becomes a constant excuse, oh well, we just dropped X, Y, and Z. We're working on it. Then no. it gets annoying. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think I don't think they're pacing the drops with the their development schedule. Like I don't think they they're working on drop two as drop one's going out and so on and so forth. They're probably on drop like seven by yeah, now. They're on like drop three or four already. They had mentioned, uh, one of them had mentioned on Wasser weekly. They're like, Oh yeah, we're just now teasing drop two, but we're really working on drop four right now. Well, and yeah. I don't think they're all working on the same drop either. Like I think while drop four is in quality control, drop three is in the previous phase and drop, or I mean, sorry, drop while they're talking about drop four, drop five is in the previous phase. Drop six is in the phase previous to that. And, like, they're probably almost done with all of them. Like, that would just be my bet. If I was running that company, I'd be like, all right, by the time we release Drop 3, we're done with the rest. And yeah, then we it, it go back and work on stuff. But yeah, that's, holidays, that, that's what I think. But the, you can't ignore holidays. People love dressing up, and they love oh, breaking yeah. out and seeing sure. what, their, what their twist is on these holidays. And there's or, some or, really, really cool ones. Yeah, yeah. and or, or holiday-specific decor, holiday-specific costumes, oh. holiday-specific uh, quests. I mean, can I, I, can I like Pew Pew Candy Canes as a spell singer for Christmas? <laughs> Come on, how awesome would that be? Oh, I'm kind of excited for Christmas. That would be great. I'd love to see a Christmas wild start like uh, Ilium. That'd be awesome. They actually yeah. teased it about two years ago. They teased some ideas for their holidays, if you want to bring us into them to go. Uh, well, I mean, we we talk about extravaganza, which is the Christmas one, which uh, you sound really, really happy about. Christmas is Christmas to me, so I'm not super excited. But the one I'm really excited I'll about agree on that one. is Shades Eve, Ooh. which is the Halloween one. And um, there was a little bit of uh, artwork that was with it, and it looks really cool. I mean, it was one photo that I saw. But I love Halloween-themed stuff, and I'm really excited to put a pumpkin head on. Now, I'm just saying – I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying I want it. Yeah, now the, these – Carbine. Yeah. I want oh, it. please. All of, these, <laughs> all of these holidays that they had teased were like two years ago, so they're all subject to change. The most of them – most information I thought was from Shades Eve. Uh, I'm not a big Christmas fan either. The Protostar Gala Winter Extravaganza idea was essentially the goblins from World of Warcraft with a Protostar edge. Yeah. So, like, we're going to have reindeer for money. Okay. <laughs> I like Christmas, but whatever. I like the creepy. I like the weird. So, Shaved Eat is also up my alley. And, hell, they even have this, like, ancient Cassian verse. And they have a great lore with it that's deviated from the Halloween lore. That's really creepy. And this could be their most macabre holiday in, in the game. In fact, in most other games. like I, I can't think of uh, any unique spins on Halloween in most other games. Like, heck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and quote the Cassian verse, and it's awesome. I'm going to see if I can do a voice for it, too. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Jack Shade's coming, sure as death, to lay you down and steal your breath. Put on your mask, hide with care, and pray the angel finds you there. Salvation's near, we'll carry on. But first survive until the dawn. 
Oh my goodness. I did not expect your... Like, when you said I'm going to do a voice for this, I was like, all right. I guess, <laughs> I guess you could do that. That was really genuinely creepy. I don't think I want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have an awesome villain's laugh, too, that I love using uh, once in a while. But yeah, it's... The Protostar uh, extravaganza, it's really fun, but come on. The lore they have on these teasers, especially for Shades Eve, I'm going to just hype that up. I... I really want to see their take on like Easter or even like Flag Day or Arbor Day just to yeah. see like a Granok with a like lumberjack costume on on Arbor Day. All right, yeah. I have the best idea. I have the best idea. It's uh, Groundhog's Day, but with chompacabras instead. <laughs> <laughs> we pull a chompacabra out of its hole, and yep. if it, uh, if it eats sees its itself. shadow, <laughs> if it no. eats a, a, an exile, then it uh, it's uh, winter for two more no, weeks. No, I actually, <laughs> I actually have a good idea now. Okay, Groundhog's Day, you can like go to a chompacabra hole, and if you click on it, and the chompacabra is. Uh, like level one and you can kill it really easily then then it's not the season the new season but if it comes out as like a giant red beast that's like level 60 and like, like 20 super man OP and it just <laughs> smashes you to pieces then uh you kill it for loot or something like I don't know. oh my god that'd be awesome but you have to somehow get it out there so it'd be like uh like six of dynamite or something to help like find the right hole. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, Honestly, that'd be awesome. If you're listening to this and you have really cool ideas for possible holidays, I'd want to see like I want to hear what everybody else thinks too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm down because really cool. there's so many unique spins that you could take for the Wildstar verse uh, on all of these holidays, and even like costumes or plugs or um, decor. There's just so many cool things you can do with the holidays. So I'm really hoping that we get. God, when's the next big American holiday we have here? Uh, I think it's gonna be holiday Halloween. I mean, really? it's not until October, but I think you're I can't, right. I can't think I, of anything else. I'm foreign, so I plead ignorant. Oh, you, <laughs> you. <sighs> well, either way, either way, anyone that anyone that wants to uh, send us some stuff, uh, you guys can post it up on Podbeam, or you guys can go to our Facebook, which we just set up today actually yeah. yeah so we'll we'll probably give the link as our url or just say it at the end because you know i can't really post a url on a podcast so yeah, i'm, I'm gonna make sure all of the links <laughs> of stuff we've talked about today any videos like the 40 on 40 pago fight for scorch wing or the ideas for the holidays i'll make sure those links are up there as well so no matter where you're listening to us if you link back to our actual Podbean page you'll be able to see and keep up with what we're what we're doing as well what we're talking about Wait, 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 guys. I have a great idea for posting links on podcasts. Ready? Here it goes. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www dot. And so the next section we're working on right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a dick. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm the dick. (laughs) Yep. 100% me. Anyways, as you were saying, sir. Yeah. uh, There's one more thing we wanted to talk about this week. I know we're going up on about an hour, hour, hour and a half. It's a nice sweet spot for a podcast like this. Well, sure. this is the last thing, so... Yeah, it's the best part about it, because it's add-ons! Add-ons! And I know it's it's faux pas to talk about something on a podcast, about a podcast, but since we're doing the 101, I think we should also try to group up together and get uh, an add-on of the week. Like, something that we saw this week, and maybe an old add-on, maybe an update to an add-on, but something that might be uh, interesting for people to see. I think we should do an add-on a week. Yeah, and uh, honestly, the one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about right now you guys are more than welcome to chime in on this if you have if you've used it. If you're looking to try and get the most bang for your buck in the commodity exchange, or if you really want to figure out when's the best time to get cred, this is the add-on that you may want to talk about and grab. It's called commodity stats. 
I yes, I have commodity stats. And do you? I love it. Do you have it? In yes. Uh, I do not. Uh, but that's because I don't put a shit ton of add-ons on my game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying out more and more add-ons. I have a skeleton crew add-ons, just mostly to help me read more information better. Sure. Because yeah, my English is perfectly like that. Been here for 27 <laughs> years in this freaking nerf, and I still can't. I ain't no good talking good. But <laughs> commodity stats you can find on Curse, and I'm really digging it because I don't have a whole lot of money, and I want to figure out how to how to best maximize it as well as how to spend it wisely, especially when it comes to cred, because I could potentially have a month where I cannot just pay. And they give you the option to get cred, just like Eve has their own thing as well. And you need to use it. If you don't know the prices, if you know if you want to know when and where to buy or when and how to sell, pick up Commodity Curse. It's really simple. It has an add-on in your UI. Uh, what it basically hap- what, what, sorry, what basically happens is is when you go into the commodities exchange in your upper left-hand corner, you're gonna see a thing that says Scan Now. Now, when you scan it, what it's doing is it's checking all the prices on the commodity exchange as well as cred, and it's updating it. And it tells you, hey, this is the current price that people are buying it for and selling it for for anything on the commodity exchange. And it actually keeps track of it as long as you want. You can set it to an infinite keep track. Uh, you can send it to like a daily or, or or it holds the information for like two months and then it gets out of there. But it helps you keep track of where the economy is going and it, where you can maximize your benefit or just, you know, how can you get the best bang for your buck or when to buy credit because I totally missed out two days ago on buying credit its lowest point so far since strain dropped yep i, I think it was like 80 gold cheaper than the day before oh, like yeah. was the average wow. buy price i was like what how was did it, that happen july 1st it was at seven plat like i yeah. started using commodity exchange on the 30th and then by july 3rd or 4th it had gone down to 490 so yep. four plat 90 gold and i was like yep. oh i'll wait a little bit we'll see what happens and now it's back up to like six plat but yeah. I, I imagine that cred is going to up and da- go up and down right before the month. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's just going to just go, oh, hey, that two days until I have to renew my subscription, I should look at how much it is. Oh, my God, 80 plat. Oh, yeah. my God. You know? <laughs> but, here, but here's the good point with commodity, commodity stats is as you use it and as you scan and as you update more on your information, you start to realize the ebbs and flow of your server and the way that the economy is working. So yeah. you think like maybe I can hold off a few more days because typically cred or like the 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 relics I need or the fragments I need because you know runecrafting is gonna be big soon. Yep. It I I have an idea of when is a good time to get decent deals to buy to craft or to buy to buy, or when's a good time to you know sell. So you're essentially playing stock market with your add-on. Yep. And give it time. Like if the first couple of scans you do, and by couple, I mean like the first like four weeks of scans that you do, the graph you'll see with the information you gather will look just random and sporadic, but there's no way you'll be able to see a, a pattern over that short a period of time. Like yeah. this is a, a long haul analysis that you're looking at. So uh, over the course of like a month, you'll start to be able to see the pattern and like how the, the market dips. If there is one, I mean, in the normal world there would be, but this is a game. Maybe it won't have one. Who knows? But yeah, you'll be able to tell really easily just by looking at this graph that this add-on gives you what the market is doing. Yeah, if you're super patient, this is going to pay off for you in spades. Yep, 100%. Yeah, so that's my pick for an add-on that people should check out this week. I don't know if you guys have any, but uh, that, feel free to throw them in. Do you have any uh, indigo? Uh, I mean, uh, I actually tried out uh, the new update to Fancy Pants, which I know we mentioned last week. Yes, uh, yes I, I I love that. Uh, but what, I what's changing it? 
Um, originally, you actually had to open up the window and select uh, which um, which set of armor you wanted. Now it's a small little like you know hair width uh, left and right arrow. Uh, that you can actually switch your action set as well as switch your armor set. So that's really, really cool. Uh, and, and that's what's new with Fancy Pants. And uh, I really, really loved that. Uh, but I actually didn't get any add-ons. I actually uh, realized how much I wanted uh, another add-on. There's a there's another add-on that I, can't, I keep forgetting to download. But it basically takes my health, my... Um, my suit power and my um one other ability i can't remember what it is oh my shield and it actually uh, wraps it around my character in kind of like uh crescent oh yeah, yeah 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 uh, i ac- i accidentally got rid of it and i really want it back because i don't have to constantly look down to go where am i at at suit power oh i can use this ability now oh no i can't use it like having to look down and look away from my screen kind of sucks. So it's really nice to have it and being able to look directly at my character, see exactly what I'm doing. Uh, and I am not going to remember the name of it, but as soon as I do, I will, uh, I'll, I'll spurt it out. Uh, Ready? what about want to play this game where I remember what that add-on's called? Oh God. <laughs> it's called got HUD. Got the HUD. One there you go. Of. Yeah. Didn't so it's like, to, isn't that HUD available in almost every game too? Oh Yeah. I mean, I, I so. had it. Wow, it's a great add-on. I just, I personally never liked the aesthetics of it. I'm a big aesthetic. Yeah, I don't person. either. I'm still yep, waiting for Viking hug. Oh my god, I can't wait for Jeez. that. And yes, for everybody who is thinking about or who's saying that he's pronouncing it wrong, it's Viking hug with a G. It is Viking hug. I, I was going to say to him, "Hey, you're pronouncing Viking hug wrong," but no, it's Viking hug. Yeah, I, I thought it was hub as well for a while, but no, it's hug, and threw yep. me off. Uh, so yeah, I have a really cool add-on that I have used pretty much since the beginning, uh, since the first day of release, uh, which is eTooltip, which is really awesome. Uh, so normally your tooltips for items, which are the little like windows that come up with the stats when you hover over them, uh, they just show like that stat or that uh, item stats, and then next to it, it shows um, what you currently have equipped. And so you can manually look, okay, the currently equipped one has like 6,300 shield capacity, but the one that I just got has 4,600 shield capacity. Oh, there's so much discrepancy. I can't, I can, but when you get into stuff like, okay, there's 31 brutality, but this one has 16 insight, but 52 finesse, but the, the first one has 29 finesse. I'm getting really confused. Exactly. And that's exactly what it's like when you're trying to manually compare two items. What this add-on does is it puts a summary of the differences between the two items you're trying to compare, which would be the one you're hovering over and the one you currently have equipped, at the bottom of the tooltip. So you'll see uh, uh, a little uh, header called Stat Summary, and then it'll tell you the difference between these two items is, uh, com- for this one compared to the other one, there's 17 less assault power, 28 le- more support power, and then like the, this is the difference in shields, this is the, the difference in base health, so on and so forth for every stat on both of the items. Hmm. And not only does it do that, it also tells you what milestones you reach and what milestones you lose by switching these two pieces of gear. So, for oh, example, really? this one, yeah. So, for example, okay, this one has uh, 25 more assault power, and but I lose that uh, assault power by switching because I'm losing some of the stat because I'm losing the milestone when I lose those stats. So it just does all that math for you and then puts a summary of it at the bottom. It's really great. I think anybody who is really serious about like getting their gear to be just right, perfect for their build, but at the same time doesn't want to sit there and like look at each number and figure out exactly what it does to their build should really look into d- downloading this add-on it's called e tooltip you can find it on curse 
uh, I think the dev's name is Delone or something. It's D- Delone or Dull Dul- One or oh Dull One. His name is Dull One. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and all of the add-ons <laughs> along with all of our links, we'll make sure we have in the post notes. So in case you're curious and you're listening and go, that sounds awesome. I want to check out what these all add-ons do and whatnot. We'll put them up. You'll be good to go. Cool. Very good cool. times. Yeah. Um, I think, um, 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 well, um, um, uh, um, like, I think there's something else. Uh, oh, the I end wish... of the show. Oh, yeah, oh, we yeah. have to finish that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, for those of you that want to get at us, we have a few ways of doing that. We have our mail account called Strange Tales Mailbag at gmail.com. It's all one word, no caps. That'll yep. send it, and we'll we'll get it. We'll hopefully answer your questions. Uh, eventually, if you guys have stuff like lore questions or you have uh, mechanics questions, we'll try our best. And if you want to even be a part of the show, like try out a, a, an episode with us, you know, give us drop us a line. We'd love to see and love to hear from you guys. A- absolutely, I, I I wanted to point that out as well. That uh, we are. It's not just going to be the three of us, so you won't get too bored of our voices we we do plan on having a fourth member with us uh and and so if you guys want to get on and if you guys want to talk about something that you find really exciting about uh wildstar uh please send us something anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> like come out here to talk to talk the game with us you know show us a view that we haven't seen before help pimp your guild help pimp your your um your twitch your your anything else you're doing just hearing all the different opinions and voices is great because it makes the podcast better and more informative for everybody else. Yep. Uh, another place you can find us is actually Facebook, which uh, we have a Facebook page up. It's called Yay. Strange Tales from Outer Space. Woo! Surprise! <laughs> yeah, I'm Facebook stupid. Uh, one of our friends had to do it for us, Mr. Samuel Smith. I think um, – what did he have to no, – um, no, I think you made yeah, an actual uh, Facebook um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I think you made an actual person Facebook versus a page Facebook. Hey, did you corp- really? If corporations yeah. can be people too, then our podcast can be a person. So wow. not gonna get political on this one. <laughs> nope. Never. Uh, Who's gonna debate me on that one? Oh well, no, not, and, not on Strange Sales. Feel free to talk to me on on Facebook or mail. And if any of you guys want to hit me up, I actually have a Twitter account now, and that would be Indigo Jones underscore STR. Uh, for strange, and you guys can send me uh, a tweet or uh, whatever. Uh, I'm 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 here for questions or concerns or just tell me how much you hate us. I don't care. I want to hear it or love us because you know. Yeah, that whatever. would be ideal. That would be uh, ideal. that's <laughs> ideal. But it's the internet. Let's 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 be let's be real there. So you, know, you can catch them at all those places. Krug, are there anywhere we can catch you at, or just here at the, the Facebook would be great. Uh, I love the the way the Facebook's laid out, so I think I'm going to use that. It's a pretty awesome. good time. That works out. And as for me, like I said, you could always email us at strangetalesmailbag at gmail.com. Links will be in the podcast description. You can hit me up on the Facebook page. Just look for, you know, you can make it out to Doc or Indigo or Krug. You can even find me on Twitter. I don't use it terribly often, but I do really try. It's uh, at hollowmosh, H-O-L-L-O-W-M-O-S-H. And the same name for Reddit. I browse Reddit a lot. I love the R Wildstar. That is one of my favorite subreddits. On top of like birds with arms or the one true god or some other crap like that. <laughs> I, I love right away too much. But yeah, catch us all there. So, you know, I've had a lot of fun this week. And hopefully we were the first podcast to break the news of the new um, stuff happening on PTR. So get your PTR ready. Have a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed the 101. This is Doc. This is Indigo. And this is Krug. We are the Strange Tales from Outer Space. Have a good day slash night slash weekend slash whatever. Have fun, guys. Bye.